snippet off is called Yank Rhythm by Snosa featuring Young M.A. Again, Yank Rhythm by Snosa. That's S-N-O-W-S-A featuring Young M.A. Yank like a Yankee. This is the Yank Rhythm. This is the Yank. That'll mean something later on in the podcast. So, you know, hold me to it. But, yo, it's a bonus app. That means this app, like the last bonus app, I'm not promoting it like I do the normal apps, you know, the regularly scheduled apps, Sunday Dinner, Nitty in the City, all of that, where I put it out on Facebook and Instagram. Hey, the app is up. Nah. These be the apps where you got to be like a faithful, a faithful listener, a follower, a loyal listener. And if you subscribe to the Nitty in the City podcast on whatever your favorite streaming um, platform is, they should give you an update that a new episode is up. So if you didn't get that update, that means you're not subscribed, which means you're falling a little short. This is no shade or judgment, but this is telling. This is pulling you up. You know what I mean? Or even if you're not subscribed, that means you're not just going to check to see if an episode's going up. Because I usually tell you, like, the regular Knit in the City podcast joints have scheduled days. Like, Knit in the City podcast, which, you know, started this off, it's the umbrella. Mm-hmm. That was always released on uh, Mondays. Then when we started the Sunday dinner podcast, that was always released on Sunday evenings. These bonus apps, they could pop up wherever. Mm. But what I'm saying is if you know about the schedule, if and if you're not subscribed, you could at least be checking from time to time to see if something new went up. So if you missed this bonus app, that's on you. And if you listen to our last bonus app, you'll know that you actually win for listening to the bonus apps because we do something different on these bonus apps. And I don't even know if I want to tell them what we do on these bonus apps. Remember last time I said we was doing something different that I would announce that you and Trail didn't even know about. And yeah. I still haven't told y'all. And I did that with purpose. Oh. Not saying I didn't trust y'all. Oh, thanks a lot. But to maintain the integrity of the bonus apps. <laughs> okay. But since this is the second bonus app, mm-hmm. I guess I go ahead and release that since we did get a winner from our first app. I didn't know what that was about. Exactly. I saw a post about yes, it I said like, winner. I, I was like, I was there. So some, was something about. we added, or I guess I say something I added to the Nitty in the City podcast franchise is I want to re- I want to try to reward the faithful. You know, I'm a true believer in the universe provides for the faithful, and. Since I feel like the universe provides for me being faithful to the universe, I want to provide something for the faithful listeners. So whenever there's a bonus app, I put it what's known as an Easter egg. Now, basically, layman's terms, an Easter egg is something that's used most mainly like video games and other broadcast media, other electronic media. 
if you've ever played a video, you know how you ever played a video game, let's say Mario, mm -hmm. and you found a secret tunnel or something, and it led to like a secret egg or coins or something? A lot of coins. That's what's known as the Easter egg. Something, something that was put into the video game that's not part of the normal rotation that you found just by being faithful to the game, going about, trying to find things, what have you. Mm -hmm. And it works out of your favor. They call that prize the Easter egg. Mm -hmm. So I put putting Easter eggs in the bonus episodes. And what happens is I ask a question or something, and I'll give you the instructions on it. Mm -hmm. And you have to follow those instructions to be able to answer said questions and send me said answer. Whatever instruction I give, um, either at OG Nitty on Instagram or the Nitty of the City on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And you get a prize, cash or, you get cash or a prize, you earn cash or prizes if you're the person that gets it right. Okay. So for instance, on the last bonus episode, you know, I don't know if you remember, but on the episode we, we talked about, um, how inmates were getting pen like girlfriend mates and things of that nature. People who were incarcerated. We did. Yes. I think the drinks must have been good. We taking shots tonight. I don't remember damn. And we were meant talked about how like Charles Manson wound up getting women and shit yeah, like that. Yeah, remember that. And he spoke about your cousin had a girlfriend that's yeah, doing crazy. a bit. Okay, that's how we got yeah. to that discussion. And, okay. Yeah, and you gave what I deemed as a tip. What was that? On laying the fundamentals on how to get you a woman if you're struggling oh, on yeah. the outside. The paper. Which was right, going uh -huh. on the paper to the divorce section. Uh huh. So what I did when I recorded the synopsis mm -hmm. to the episode, which of course was after you and Trey were both gone, this didn't edit in the production phase. Mm -hmm. I asked him, I said, in this episode somewhere, Uncle Lonnie laid down the framework for trying to get a woman. Mm -hmm. I said, if you could tell me what that process is, you gotta, I, you gotta follow the Nitty the City podcast or mm -hmm. the OG Nitty. You gotta find me and DM me the answer. I will cash up you ten dollars, so y'all have to cash up. And a young lady did it, uh -huh. and I paid her ten dollars on cash up. She was she was good with her description and stuff. Like yeah, she, she was right it. on point. Oh wow, she was right on point. So and you know that was toward the end of the podcast. So what it is is, you know, it could be in the beginning, it could be in the middle, it could be in the end. You just have to listen to find out. It's just like any radio station, you listen and you win. Mm -hmm. So the prizes will be different. Some days it could be ten, some days it could be five, some days it could be more or less, or it could just be like I can. Send you like an e-gift card to okay. maybe some of your favorite places, Starbucks, anywhere. Mm -hmm. The point is, if you listen to these bonus episodes, which I don't promote, that means one, you show me you're a faithful listener, right. and you listen to the podcast, and you follow the instructions correctly, correctly, right. and you can win. And with all this quarantine downtime, do. come on now, right. go ahead and earn. It's so the stipulations could be different. So it could be like maybe I need you to. Tag two friends to knit in the city. Mm -hmm. Had you know what I mean? Let them follow, and then you do this and that and the other, and then answer this question. It could be anything, but just know, I'm out here giving you OG Nitty's money too. This ain't this ain't sponsored yet. It will be. This ain't, this is coming out of OG Nitty's accounts, so you getting my personal monies. So yeah, shout out to the bonus app, the Easter egg, and these will pop up from time to time. Now the reason I said I didn't tell you in trail again, not that I didn't trust y'all, but y'all could be talking to Pastor. Oh, the last nitty episode we talked about this and that and the other. Mm -hmm. Nah, I need folk to just no. lock into the nitty right. in the city joint. Trust the process. Trust the process. But you know, even as I'm thinking about that, and I'm telling you that, if you did tell a person to pass it, hey, we just had an Easter egg episode. Hey, that's fine. I didn't advertise it. Mm -hmm. And if that's a person that normally wasn't listening to the episode, if that attracts a new listener, I'm okay work. with that right. too now. Win-win. Okay, yeah. So, there we go. Now, let's get to it. The actual episode in question, right? And what I'll say is to the people, you know, generally speaking, these episodes, 
in theory, should be shorter than the standard episodes of Nitty in the City on Sunday dinner. Mm-hmm. So it's not even like you got to sit through two to three hours of episode to figure out how you're going to win. Right. Making it easy for y'all. It's like, I right. fucking want you to take, I fucking want you to take my shit. Take my money. Take my prizes. Take my money. Is that how that went? My, my house and my cars. For whatever you, you can have it all, babe. There you go. You know what I mean? Even though you have more talented. But that's a whole other debate. But speaking of clashes and battles, mm-hmm. we're going to get into some of those things today. Mm-hmm. There's a bracket that's been set up. If you're oh. familiar with brackets, March Madness style, teams, a tournament, teams, starts with 64, works its way down to the championship. Okay. Two teams. So this is not as expansive, but how March Madness works in college basketball starts with 64 teams who have made the tournament. Okay. And there's always one team, two teams that have to do what's called the plan. So what happens is, in the college basketball season, if you win the respective tournament of your conference, mm-hmm. so like Duke is in the ACC, or let's say if you're in the Big East or what, if you win your conference's tournament, mm-hmm. you get an automatic bid into right. the uh, NCAA tournament. Right, you probably should. And then there are teams who they didn't win the tournament, but their records were good enough, and they've beaten good enough teams that they get picked by the – there's a selection committee. The selection committee then picks these other teams – who they feel deserves to be in the tournament, mm-hmm. and they pick the seed that they're going to play in. Okay. So you can win your tournament, your conference tournament at the ACC. That doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be a one seed. Okay. It depends on record, strength, and schedule, things of that nature. How they pair it, though, like if you're a one seed, in the first round you play a 16 seed, which is the bottom seed. Not top quickly, bottom. That's the assumption. Because yeah, right. then all, when it comes down to the final four, they, ideally you want all it's the number strong, one teams the and be a great, four great matchups. Mm-hmm. But upsets happen all the time. So a 16 seed could be the one seed. And now that done fucked up everybody's bracket. This mm-hmm. 16 seed could be a Cinderella seed. Or they could get blown out in the next round. Mm-hmm. Anything could happen. That's why it's called madness. Mm-hmm. So it goes from 64. Everything's cut in half. 64 to 32 16. to 16. Sweet 16 to the Elite 8 to the Final Four to the Championship. Mm-hmm. So there was one created for Pop Queens. It's called the Pop Queens Ultimate Bracket. Okay. I'm going to assume this is an all-time thing. Because some of the... Um, some of the nominees, the candidates in here, the comp- opponent, the competitors, dead, no, they're fairly new to the game. Okay. Versus some people who have been around for a minute. Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, Beyonce's on here. Mm-hmm. But then, so is Dua Lipa. Mm-hmm. We all know Dua Lipa. As far as I know, Dua Lipa ain't been in the game as long as Beyonce. Right. See what I'm saying? Or Selena Gomez. Definitely have. You know? Who's, who's making this? This is just... Um, this was made by BuzzFeed, this particular okay. list. But there's been a couple floating around for mm-hmm. men, for women, vice versa, different genres, what have you. Mm-hmm. This one doesn't have 64 people. 2, 4, 6, 8, 12, 14, 16, 18. It has 36 people, all right? But they haven't broken down in the brackets and regions and stuff. So we're going to discuss that. Mm-hmm. And we're going to see if we can come to who our arbitrary winners are. Because, of course... Unlike NCAA basketball, where you play to a definitive winner mm-hmm. and it's literally defined by the score at the end of the game, this is more so um, subjective than objective. So how, how are they doing the voting? Like how's this? Like well, I guess it depends. Like they have, I'm sure they have polls of people. That's their thing. What we're gonna do? We're gonna do it between. They do like rounds. And then it yeah. Goes, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So like it would be nice if we had, let's say, a, a third person or odd number of people, because mm-hmm. then we could have gone majority advances that person. Uh-huh. But what I'm thinking is when we get down and dirty into this. Mm-hmm. Let's say if you and I, you picked one person, but I picked the other for that round. We we'll just still right? we'll push him, we'll push him through for our perspective, and mm-hmm. we'll see who our perspective winners, our respective winners were. 
Okay. So there's no guarantee we'll come out to the same winner. Mm-hmm. But we'll see where we may we'll differ see. or we'll not. We'll see. I actually ran this test. I did this with one of my peoples yesterday. And? And we were very, very similar in a lot of our picks. Some were different. We actually did come down to two different winners. But mm. both of us, in our mind, in our heart of hearts, we knew it was going to come down to these two artists, at least between us, because okay. we know how to And it came down to that. She picked one I picked. It was very close. Okay. We'll touch on that later on, because I don't want to take the chance of skewing anything. Right. The only thing I ask, and for you and Lil, y'all can create a bracket and play along, you know, I'm going to talk about it. The only thing I ask is that, you know, and I don't think you do. What? Don't have a pure hatred for an artist. Cause that automatically uh, knocked them out. Like for instance, some people purely hate way. Beyonce, regardless of you know. I saw that post on Facebook yeah. earlier. Or just like Major, let's say who's doing rap. Major purely hates Wale, so I would hate to do a bracket with Major if Wale is in it, because I feel like Wale won't get a fair shake just because he's Wale. You know what I mean? Like he could have gone up against, let's say, I don't know me. Mm-hmm. Major might pick me just because he hates Wale. I don't think there's nobody I don't like that much. That and that's what I'm saying. I don't think you're that guy. Now, before we get based on personal tastes or yeah, well, well, you create your own criteria is what I'll say. Because like I said, it's called Pop Queen's Ultimate Bracket. So let's say for me personally, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with, let's say, and I'm arbitrary throwing this out here. Let's say your vocal ability. Mm -hmm. Let's say your uh, your performance ability. Because we all know some people can sing, but can't perform like others. Mm -hmm. Some people can perform, but not sing sing like others. Maybe we're going. Maybe we're going. How you might have changed the culture, okay. or what you did to the for the culture. Uh-huh. It's it's your thing. Okay. Well, hell, maybe you just like one artist better than the other. It doesn't mean you hate that artist, but you just feel like this artist should move forward. Mm-hmm. So you kind of create your criteria. I got. It. And I feel like different matchups will call for different criteria settings because you might have two artists who are similar in a lot of ways, but somebody has to advance. So you have to figure out what makes one artist advance mm. over the other. See what I'm saying? Right. So yeah, that's what we'll do with that. But before we get into that, got some stuff I want to discuss. Uh-oh. So here's something I learned about earlier this school year, way well prior to, you know, Corona and all this stuff kicking in, being a bitch and shutting shit down, right? Um... When you came up in school, mm-hmm. you called your teachers what? Miss, Mr. 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 Whatever their last name right. is, right? Matter, and I was the same way. Matter of fact, it was to the point where when I was in elementary school, mm-hmm. we didn't even think about teachers having first names. Like, if we learned the teacher's first name, it was like, oh, shit, their first yeah, name yeah. is such and such. Like, that would be funny. Like, yeah, if you all go like, you out there and be like, Mr. Flavor's name is Lionel. Like, we yeah. And it's like. You know, again, with kids, we don't, but we were so trained, mm-hmm. it was ingrained in us. You call the adults, Mr. or Mrs., whatever that. If you like, let's say if somebody's name was uh, Bessie, mm-hmm. Bessie Miller, mm-hmm. even you call them Miss Miller, you call them Miss Bessie at the very least. Yeah. But at school, it was always Mr. or Mrs. last name. Matter of fact, when the teachers introduced themselves, it was our Mr. or Mrs. last name. Yeah. You know? So, the reason I bring that up is because. Nowadays, mm-hmm. kids are calling the teachers by their first names, and I didn't know this was a thing. What's, where is this at? So, you know, my daughter's uh, big sister, the big one. She um, she, she goes to Montessori. Okay. And they call I, was, the by first name. I was talking to her mother, and she was talking about the daughter. And she said to call lady by her first name. And the daughter said, and "I was like, wait, what's his first name?" Because I said, and "I said, matter of fact, she said the daughter says name." I said, like, "Who's that?" 
I'm thinking it's one of her friends or something. Mm-hmm. She says, the teacher. So let's say the teacher's name is Denise. Mm-hmm. I was like, who's Denise? She's like, I was like, oh, that's one of the school friends? I know it's a teacher. I said, well, who's calling her Denise? Right. So yeah, the kids calling my friend. So what you mean the kids calling by their first name? What bullshit is this? I said, these teachers allow it? She said, the teachers promote it. Mm-hmm. The teachers actually tell them, hi, my name is Denise. Type shit. Like, apparently, I guess maybe this doesn't happen to all schools, I guess, because okay. I know I guess very school. But I'm thinking, I know this can't be the only school that's doing it at this point. Mm-hmm. Apparently, it's the culture at this school. Makes me wonder what the culture is at other schools, right? Uh-huh. But I'm thinking to myself, you know, well, I guess when I think of Montessori, I don't necessarily call it public school. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily call it private school. Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't necessarily call it charter, but it's a hybrid of sorts. They kind of free, yellow freer. Yeah, uh-huh. and I say it's a hybrid of sorts in terms of well, you got to get in. Mm-hmm. There's you know you can't. It's just not you apply and get in. Mm-hmm. There's a pro, a lottery process or whatever they have. Mm-hmm. And I guess if you have an older sibling that was in the school, legacy gets you in automatically. Mm-hmm. The right way. Yeah. The right way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're public in the sense, I guess, some of the curriculums maybe or what have you or. Mm-hmm. They don't wear uniforms. That's the thing. They don't? Okay. Right. And I know most, a lot of private schools, parochial schools, Catholic, whatever, mm-hmm. and then you got to wear uniforms. It's your uniform standard. So it's close to public in that you don't have to wear uniforms in that nature. Mm-hmm. The curriculum probably is closer to charter or private. Probably, yeah. And then the culture itself is Montessori in terms of like how they view class sizes, teachers, and the actual curriculum, how it's laid out and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's a little different than what I've known. But, you know, it's effective, I guess. Mm-hmm. So I think they, they incorporate a lot more we are family, community type okay. things and all of that versus where, you know, in public schools, no, you're such and such and such. I may memorize your names, but this is mm-hmm. you, blah, blah, blah. Sit in these desks and these roles in this order where maybe they have like a circle kind of thing or a kumbaya kind of right. thing. And then even some of the stuff they have some, it's not just, let's say, math, English, social studies, da, da, da. They might have incorporated something else like a. I'm gonna just throw this out there. I'm not saying this is like a business aspect or mm-hmm. whatever, right? So it's different. Right. But one thing I've always known, and I've been to cap. I went to Catholic school, mm-hmm. um, first second grade. I went to public school from third grade on. Mm-hmm. My sister was in Catholic school to like uh, ninth grade. Mm-hmm. I had cousins Catholic and public. She went to public, so. I have knowledge about the Catholic school versus the public school kind of setting and how it goes, whatever. But one thing that was true across the boards, regardless of where you went, they were Mrs. Mr. Miss such and such. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting here like, why would they even promote to let these kids call them by their first names? I feel like there's a respect factor of nothing else. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, I feel like, and maybe I'm wrong or maybe I'm reaching. Let me know. Mm-hmm. When you start calling these adults by their first names and stuff, you might start feeling more like an equal as a kid. Oh yeah, you might want to. You might want to fight. Yeah, you know and I mean? one thing you know, don't get me wrong. Yeah. I believe in respecting everybody. Everybody deserves respect. Kids, adults alike. But one thing, you're not as equals. Right. And I don't even want you to think of us as that. I want you to see me as your teacher, you know, a mentor, whatever. Mm-hmm. Now nah, I'm not nitty to you. I'm Mister <laughs> whatever, or I'm Mister Nitty at the very right. least. Was well, that because oh. of the? How much of that is like our our system? And us trying to indoctrinate like our authoritarian uh, um, philosophies on the population. I'm sure that plays a lot into it. But mm-hmm. then my question would be to that, what's wrong with that? Mm-hmm. So I'm asking you, what would be wrong? Uh, or do you find fault in it? No. Or matter of fact, let me no, ask no, no, you. No, no, let me, no. Matter of fact, let me ask you, 
let me back up a little bit. How do you feel about students addressing their teachers by first name? Uh, I think it's a little, um, it's weird. Mm -hmm. Kind of, I want to say disrespectful, but mm -hmm. they're allowing it. Right. It's, and it's, and it's, let me tell you like how much, how weird it is. Like, I'm still friends with some of my teachers. Mm -hmm. Like, we're, we're Facebook friends. Right. I've seen them out, you know, like, it's because some of them, mm -hmm. like, I was in 12th grade. Like, my English teacher in 12th grade had just graduated from college. Mm -hmm. So, you know, she wasn't that much older than us. And, you know, and I still called her by her first name. You know, she was four years older. Mm -hmm. But, like, in like, in like now if I see, like, some of my teachers, I still call them Mr. Mrs. Such and Such. Yeah. And they'll tell me, they'll be like, you don't have to call me that. And I'm like, I, I can't call you by your name. I'm mm -hmm. like, it's just, just... It's still weird to me right. to call you that. Like, I can't, and they, and they tell me like, like it's cool now. Mm -hmm. You know, call me John. I'm like, I nah, nah. You're, I can't call you John. Like mm. you're, you're Mister Such and Such. Like yeah. you'll always be that to me. Like, I can't like, change for, it. For, yeah, we have college professors like that. Mm -hmm. You know, not our professors anymore. They mm -hmm. just, you know, folks like us and what have you. Um, Doctor Carol Henderson. I still esteemed, yeah. esteemed UD professor. You know, she moved on to what university? Emory. Emory University, mm -hmm. you know. I was, yeah. Matter of fact, I was never even her student, but you know, we knew each other. For, she was the advisor for the BSU things of the mm -hmm. nature. But even to this day, she's Doctor Henderson to me. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't even. Me too. Yeah, like I could. But before just now, mm -hmm. I could say last time I called her Carol. Mm -hmm. Like I just said her full name, Doctor Carol Henderson, mm -hmm. but she's always been Doc Henderson to me. Yeah, I wouldn't go to Doctor. Weird. Be like James. Yeah. Like what? Like, Right. I feel like, mm -hmm. like, where is that? Right? Yeah, it's I weird because it's just like, you know, like you said, because like we both have friends who are PhDs yeah. and things of that nature. Now, of course, they are friends. We grew up calling them by their government names. Right. So we'll still do that. Mm -hmm. We'll acknowledge that they're a doctor if need be, mm -hmm. but you'll still be, like you said, James or Wade or whoever. Mm -hmm. But if they were my professors first, mm -hmm. I might have problems just be like, hey, right. James, Wade, or, you know. Yeah. Or I guess maybe we got to that level. Part of me would still want to say doc or something. I, I don't know. I just feel like if you were my professor, you're kind of stuck in that, that realm. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't know if it's an educational sunken place, but I, I just mm -hmm. can't erase that. As a matter of fact, even to your point, we, you know, I guess it expands. I guess like you mentioned in the media, uh, uh, the point earlier about authority figures or authoritarian. Mm -hmm. To that point. So like when you think about coaches even, mm -hmm. you know, we always go, you call your coach, coach, whatever. And that was that, and some of, they'll still always be coached to me. Mm -hmm. um, there's a dude, I, just, I don't even know his name, honestly. Uh -huh. And you might, you probably know him. He's just one of those track coaches that's just known. Because uh -huh. he's always, he was always coaching track kids at Banner Stadium when it was okay. up. Or I would see him coaching track kids at um, Bear. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I talked to, like, Nutrella and them. They know who he is because she's in the track circuit. He's always training, like, he trains, you know, for training a lot of kids. Mm -hmm. And, like, up to teenagers, things of that nature. I, I couldn't tell you his name because I don't know, but I used to always see him when I would go do fit team stuff. Mm -hmm. So I get to the, the track early and he'd be right. out there. And I see him. To the, and I see him at the Y now. To this day, I still call him Coach. Mm -hmm. Never even care what his name is, but you know growing that. up in that, you know, when you grow up in the sports world, you call Coach Coach. You don't mm -hmm. call him nothing, you know, or Coach, whatever the last name is. Right. So by all rights and means, as a 40 year old man, I should probably, you know, if I'm like, hey, what's your name? And I call him that. Don't even care to ask him his name. Or if he called, if he told me his name, let's say his name was John, mm -hmm. I'd still be like, well, hey, Coach John, you still going to have that title for me. Mm -hmm. So that's why it's weird to me when I hear about these kids. Yeah. You know, and I'm talking about these kids because uh, this school goes up to eighth grade. Mm -hmm. And then you go on to high school. And, you know, these kids, it starts with kindergarten or whatever it is. 
kindergarten eight, K through eight. So you telling me K through eight? Kindergarten is a lot of call the teachers first names. It's just weird to me. And again, weird to me too. maybe I'm old school, maybe I'm old fashioned, maybe I'm indoctrinated. I mean, I do believe, you know, some things require change or change is inevitable, but I also believe in if it ain't broke. And I don't see the I don't see the uh the value, for lack of a better term, or the positive in saying, Hey, let's start letting these kids call by their first name. I feel like it might instill a type of sense of entitlement and it might start weighing on it might start um degrading the sense of authority, if you will. Yeah, I think we need some degree of, uh, you know, order and, you know, respect and levels in the schools. And I think that calling by their name, by the, uh, you know, Mr. or Mrs., I think that helps, you know, keep everything in check. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I, yeah, that's what I have wanted to touch on. Um, I wonder how much of that is just exclusive to the to the Montessori. Uh, right. I want, I'm yeah, I'm, I'm starting to wonder if that's, like, becoming a culture in other school, you know, uh, programs or, or, or whatever the proper term would be. Definitely a great question. One I don't have the answer to. But I'm glad to know it's not just me. So, let's switch gears a little bit. Mm-hmm. And let's talk about <laughs> in Water's Wet News. <laughs> you might have recently seen on Facebook the brat Quote, I'm using air quotes here. Came out <laughs> the nope. B to the R A T. I'm using air quotes again. Came out as as lesbian I saw or it. homosexual. Oh, this, I, I don't know. Did she ever? Did she ever just talk more about it? I know. I just saw the girlfriend rubbing her and stuff. And like, it's okay. Well, they, there was an there was somewhere I saw it that said she did talk more about she it. They said she gave a reason why she finally came out. I didn't read it because mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Uh, Brat, we knew. Brett, this was not a secret. And functified, we knew. Yes. When you this, tried to recreate yourself in the with the Tyrese video with the bikini, yeah, we still knew. We were we were all shocked. We were like, oh, she got a feminine side, a femme side to her. And that was it. Yeah, but we were never like, oh, maybe she's not yeah. in the women. Like we knew her from when, well, at least I knew her from when Chris Cross introduced her in whatever video they had, because mm-hmm. that's how she got an introduction. She was featured on the Chris Cross. It was like a house party. Yeah. I remember that. It was a, I like that song with her. I remember she, yeah, she, she wasn't was there. featured on that and then Functify came out right sometime which that. was another house party, right? Right. So it's like, Brad, stop. You're right. Stop. Um, I mean, shout outs to you, mm-hmm. you know, your girlfriend or your fiance. Is that her fiance or her girlfriend? I don't, I don't know. I, I think I've heard it's her girlfriend. Her significant other. Yeah. Yeah, apparently, right. yeah, apparently she has a friend, can claim the fame. I don't really know anything about her. But somebody, I did somebody, I saw like somebody point out that said, well, somebody pointed out and said she was the original Big Booty Judy. Who's that? Well, you've never heard the term Big Booty Judy? Yeah, I know it was a real person. <laughs> Me neither. Okay. But apparently she was the original one. Maybe that she inspired the term. Okay. That's what I'm saying. So she has but a big butt? I don't know where, yeah. Okay. I don't, she's definitely stacked. <laughs> I don't know where her, that's not to say I know where her bread comes from because I don't know that. Uh, she's, she's a businesswoman somehow. Oh, okay. But apparently, yeah, she, she got enough bread that she bought the brat. What was that? A Bentley? A Bentley, I yeah. Think. It was so, a nice ass car. Clearly, your bread is strong. Your bread is already strong if you could buy yourself a Bentley. But if you could buy somebody else a Bentley, your bread is strong. Way so strong. yeah, so kudos to you and all of that, Brat. But in terms of that, you know, I'm just I'm coming out now. What thirty years later? Uh, okay. 
That'd be one of the things where, like, let's say if you are working in the office of something, right? Everybody, you type in, somebody faxing, there's office things going on, right? Somebody on the phone, there's rumblings, right? And the brat gets up on the podium, right, at your job. And she goes, hey, everybody, I got a big announcement to make. And everybody freezes, right? Mm-hmm. Hush falls upon the crowd. You stop typing. Mm-hmm. The person stop talking on the phone. Put them on home. Other person stop faxing or copying mm-hmm. or whatever. The other person stop filling the water cooler. But frozen. And she goes, I just want to come out of the class and let y'all know that I'm homosexual. That'd be one of them scenes where everybody fr- freezes and looks. Mm-hmm. And then you just get back to typing. They get back to talking on the phone. They get back. Yeah, okay, because we fucking knew. Yeah, yeah, what'd you stop this for? Yeah. You know what I mean? We could have stayed in with Lufa for all that. <laughs> all of it. Yeah, it's funny you said you gave that that uh, um, analogy because uh, when I was in college, mm-hmm. one of my professors was like, you know, I'm a you know a Catholic priest and mm-hmm. stuff, and he was like, you know, hopefully one day he's gonna get elevated. He's like, you know, but it's, it's hard, you know, because you know I'm black, and he's like, you know, and I'm gay, mm-hmm. and like the class was just like, okay, whatever, right? And like I guess we didn't give him the reaction he wanted. He's like, I'm gay. You know, like, <laughs> okay. Yeah, we, 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 look at you. we heard you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He was like, he was, yeah. he was wanting us to be like, <gasps> right. And we're like, and again, uh, the water's wet. Like, we knew this. Right. And, and my thing too, before you know, before you hardcore cats come, you know, check it. How dare you come for their right. struggle? First of all, I want to let y'all know, I'm not sitting here saying that a person has to say when. Now, I'm not sitting here saying when a person should come out, you know, if that's their thing. I'm not sitting here and going to tell you you have to come out either because at the end of the day, it's based on how you feel, what you worried about, this and that and the other, right? That's not for me. So, and like, for instance, like, if, let's say if I would put the whole, let's say if I would bet the farm that you're gay, right? Uh-huh. Let's say if I would bet the farm that a okay, person's okay. gay. That still doesn't entitle me to go up to that person and say, I know you're gay. Mm-hmm. That don't entitle me to go out that person. None of that. That don't entitle me to say, yo, you should come out. None of that. So I don't want y'all to think that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying is, mm-hmm. some shit is just so obvious. Mm-hmm. It's like little Richard. Be like, yes, yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's For me, it's going to be like, okay. Maybe the most I say is it's about time, or mm-hmm. I'm glad you felt comfortable mm-hmm. enough to do that. Good. I wonder why she so, didn't feel comfortable so that way you could live your own free life. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because that, because even as we're talking about it, as I'm thinking in my head, uh-huh. sure, me and you think in our minds it's evident, it's obvious, mm-hmm. but in the brat's mind, whoever else is in the closet's mind, maybe it's not so obvious. Maybe they feel like they're not being so obvious. Maybe they feel like they're successfully hiding in the closet. You see what I'm saying? Because yeah. even if you look at the brat's career. Mm-hmm. She had granted, boyfriends and stuff, didn't she? I, well, I was about to say, granted, I've never known her to be with a man, but I've also never seen her just posted up with a woman either. Like, if she was around women, it was like ladies' night. She's in videos or, you know, mm-hmm. she's out. I've never... Pulling I've, I've never... Yeah, exactly. I've, I've never, in my mind, associated Brat with any particular person, anything. She's asexual, kind of. She was just, just there. there. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so... So what I'm saying is, in her head, maybe she sees it as she's successfully pulling it off because, matter of fact, think about it. Mm-hmm. Even though it's, let's say it's unofficially common knowledge to us, think about all throughout your growing up. Have mm-hmm. you ever heard about anybody speculating about the brat in the music industry or whether whatever platform you read or listen to? Like, for instance, I'm going to arbitrarily use the Breakfast Club as an example. Mm-hmm. Charlamagne, Angela Yee, and Emmy. 
let's say let's say if that show was out since who knows when, right? Mm-hmm. And if you listen to it, can you think of a time where they speculated on the brat or yo MTV raps or BET? You know, uh, I don't think was it because we didn't care, but she's not big enough for us to care. I feel like in the hip hop community, she would be she was big enough for us to care. Like you said, Funk the Five was a bona fide hit. I mean, the the brat the brat had a pretty strong yeah, career. Did, so, she, did she have a strong career? I mean, she, I, I respect her. I'm not she I'm, I'm not saying know. she was a multi platinum selling artist, mm-hmm. but I'm talking about in terms of like the straight hip hop culture. Mm-hmm. Like for instance, like you know how like before Kendrick became Kendrick, he was still heavy in the hip hop community mm-hmm. before he blew right blue blue. So what I'm saying is. He was already important enough to us in the community, the mm-hmm. cult, quote unquote, mm-hmm. before he became what he was out there. I feel like the brat was big enough for in, us. In the, okay. That it would have been enough for us and our media yeah, outlets like, if we, if we, if to address. Important. So yeah, maybe, maybe you wouldn't have heard Kurt Loder speak on it. I'm dating myself. <laughs> Damn. Exactly. But our downtown Julie. Exactly. <laughs> or maybe you wouldn't have heard her speaking about it, but. If anybody would talk about it, it'd been Ed Love or Dr. Dre, let's say. See what I'm saying? Nobody's ever. Nobody's ever mm-hmm. mentioned. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like even even though I finally took who was it? Patty talking about him well after he passed. Lufa. There was always speculation about Lufa. Yeah. We, we yeah. knew. But even like even though it, and not to say they brought it up much, but it has popped up in I some have, of our mainstream platforms. Oh, it all the time. Oh, okay. So, so you, oh, you heard about all the time and your outlets, right? Yeah. What I'm saying. So if you think about that, let's so let's go back to the brat mm-hmm. and our outlets. We didn't hear that. No. So imagine now you're the brat. The outlets are not talking about it. The brat doesn't have privy. She's not privy to conversations that you and I may have as mm-hmm. friends. So in her mind, she might feel like she's covering it up. Mm-hmm. She might feel like she's successfully being in the closet. Mm-hmm. So who are we to dictate how her mind, you know, sees that? So that's why I guess I'm saying, and you always wonder if I'm using this term right or not. Okay. That's why I say take this with a grain of salt. Okay. Because whereas it might have been obvious to us, it might have been, been obvious to the brat. Okay. Hence why it might have taken her so long to come out. Well, I'm, I'm just glad that she's that she's happy. Yeah. That she's with somebody that she loves and that she that she felt comfortable mm-hmm. to share that personal side with us. Yeah. You know. Um, I'm, I'm waiting for Queen Latifah to come. I want to see her side. Right. You know, exactly. I love her. And, uh, and you know, now, now, now Queen. I want, I want the king to and come they, out. <laughs> and they definitely been talking about Queen for a long time in the media, out the media, right. whatever, right? And not because she played Cleo to it. You know what I mean? Nah, it's, it's, we knew before. Right. Queen. So Queen. I mean, she's. Res- I, mean, she's right. res- I mean, but you don't have to share everything. You don't. Very much. And, and, you don't and, either. And Queen Latifah knows she's, she's respected enough mm-hmm. in the culture. We love her. Right. It went, we wouldn't give a damn. Yeah, because I, I get it. And, and, you know, to touch on that point, I get it. Like, in the hip-hop community, mm-hmm. we can be rough on homosexuals. Well, she's, she's so that's what I'm saying. Okay. So that's what I'm saying. So, like, to your point, okay. there was definitely a time in music, period, mm-hmm. where you couldn't come out as gay. Because mm-hmm. you was gonna, your career was gonna fall off because people weren't gonna want to buy you. Regar- regardless of whether you think it's right or wrong, mm-hmm. it was what it was. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there was a time, definitely when Luffy was coming up, he couldn't come out at that time. Right. You know, maybe later in life he could have, or what have you. You know, there were very few people who could have come out. Think about it. Think about this. Ellen John didn't come out till later in his career. He came out? <laughs> 
Well, I mean, he has a whole husband, so yeah. I, was I mean, like, was that, like, I thought he was always, he wasn't. Yeah, but. I ain't watched the movie. He never, <laughs> and I can't, don't give me, don't give me pinpointing and stuff. Uh-huh. It wasn't something he spoke on mm-hmm. at a time when he probably could have spoke on it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, let's say if Elton John first came out day one. Mm-hmm. I'm sure somebody said, nah, keep that under wraps. Mm-hmm. Elton John, his career started in what decade? 60s, 70s, 70s, right? Mm-hmm. Couldn't do that too good, right? Nah. So let's say now, let's move to 1980. Let's be safe. It's still a little rough. Yeah, but I'm saying by mm-hmm. 1980, Elton John's platform was pretty huge. He was that dude. Oh, yeah. And then. even then, he's still like, you see what I'm saying? So imagine a man on his level feel like you. it was a time to come out yet. Mm-hmm. And then let's say you got the brat. Mm-hmm. Poor queen so what the hell she's supposed to do? Right. The white man can't even come out. Right. A white rich on and top the, of the world the man from the UK. Yo, Europe, the place where they say America's a behind because men are not rocking man purses and things of the nature, and, and this ain't that shit. Yeah, you know I mean. Right. So That's yeah, telling. so yeah, it's like from here it's easy. It's easy right. enough for us to say, mm-hmm. yeah, brat, come on now. But I guess as I'm thinking about it, that's like an epiphany moment. Mm-hmm. In her mind, she's looking at all that. And we just thinking about her mindset. We're not talking about the people who probably knew was like, nah, keep that in the wraps, bro. Because a lot of times, a lot of times, there's people behind the money. scenes that's telling you, nope, mm-hmm. sit on that shit. Sit on, let's say, homosexuality. Mm-hmm. Sit on a pregnancy. Sit on an abortion. Monica, Monica what? You know, they, they always say she had a, a baby back in the... I didn't hear that. I, I, I never heard exactly. that. Exactly. Wow. And Brandy, remember Brandy lied about being married for how long? Oh, shit, you're right. Until when did she, she took, we didn't find out she wasn't married until when? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, and it's he, always somebody telling he, you, nah, keep that shit low. Because yeah. we got units to move. Shit. Yeah. When did we, we knew Brandy was married for years. You're right. I, you're right. And she, and she did, before she came out, said she wasn't, but she thought we were going to judge her for being, mm-hmm. for having a baby. And it's, you know, it and that me, was the 90s. And it makes me wonder so many little things that we probably not think about. Like, for instance, Remember we thought um, Erica Badu had that big head of natural hair or whatever or dreads it was for a long time. We found out it was, a, I guess, a wig or a piece or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like... Well, back to Brandy. The fucking braids. Exactly. I didn't know that shit was a wig until my homegirl Damali told me like two years ago maybe. And like, and my thing is like, my thing is like, <laughs> somebody was probably behind us. He's like, nah, you keep that shit in the racks. This what the fuck you are because we got units to move. Mm-hmm. Shit, maybe Brandy and them Put wanted. Yeah, maybe Brandy and them wanted to live their truth, mm-hmm. but the people wouldn't. She had a reality show and shit. She yeah, had to, I guess, Pe- hurt. people wouldn't fucking let him. Matter of fact, for the longest, I didn't know Steve Harvey was wearing a fucking hairpiece. Mm-hmm. When Steve Harvey had that, the fur going that on, true? Ma- that, multiple that perfect that perfect edit lineup. Yeah, it, yeah, it had to be him. Multiple sources said that he that. admitted that that was a hairpiece. Um, You're lying. I hadn't heard him come out his mouth per se. But multiple sources said he admitted that that was a hairpiece, and that he finally decided to let it go. Let me get to the Googles. So yeah, you yeah, because you love research doing the joint. So yeah, um, so Uncle Steve, he was out there living a fraudulent life. Mm-hmm. So that's the thing. Um, let me ask this question real quick. I'm here. So, and it's just me personally now. This is just my, how, to, how does T-Roy say on Power 99? These are my thoughts on what I've been thinking. These are just my thoughts yeah. on what I've been When are we going to declare the social media filter a drug for women? <laughs> it's got to be a drug at this point. 
it's got to be a drug at this point. And I'm going to tell you why. Like, you know, one could I say, obviously, you probably think of that because women just seem to not be able to... Women just seem to not be able to take pictures nowadays without putting a filter. Regardless of how good they look or whatever, right? It's like they feel like they need that filter because they see imperfections or something, right? Here's what put me over, Lonnie. Mm-hmm. I saw mm-hmm. one of my homegirls post up on social media recently. And she had on a, a mask like to fight off COVID. Mm-hmm. Like a surgical mask or whatever you want to call it. N95 mask, whatever they call it, right? And she still put a filter on her pit. You had a fucking mask on, and you still put a filter over the mask pit. Not necessary. That's what I'm saying. This has to be, yo, this is tantamount to a drug, Lonnie. It's tantamount to a fucking drug. Point blank, in my mind, it's point blank tantamount to a drug. That means you literally, you quite literally can't do it without a filter. Because what does the filter do? It masks some shit you're thinking about, right? Let's say you might have a pimple, or maybe you got a wrinkle, or maybe you don't like how your face looks that day. You put the, you put the filter on to mask whatever you feel like that that, that defect is, right? Am I, am, I, am, I, am I talking okay so far? Yeah. So now you put on a mask, and you still put on a digital mask? You have it's a fucking drug. And this girl is not even ugly to me. I'm sorry. But no, no, but what I'm saying is, but in her mind, maybe she is. I don't know. But what I'm saying is that is dependency. You're depending on some shit. That's what I'm fucking saying. So can we can can we def- can we deal that a, shit a fucking drug? It's a drug. It definitely is a drug. I mean, you know, you know, fame, likes are a drug. Mm-hmm. You know, social, it's social capital. Yeah. It's, it's a drug. You're right. And I looked it up and it's pretty much decided that was a, a toupee. A, two, a toupee, yeah. See? Like and it hurt because, you know, Steve had the freshest. That, that lineup. Every they day. They said they talked about it in the article. They were like, he it was freshly lined yeah. up and stuff. They were like, that shit was a wig. And every day I was like, yo, he must literally sit in a barber's chair daily because this shit. Matter of fact. No but, wonder. He didn't yeah. have to. Matter of fact. It's they real. Cause if you recall. Roughly two weeks ago, we had a conversation because, you know, I, I saw every now and again, I pick I my hair out into a fro. Okay. And then I have my barber trim it up, get the trick split as down. So it comes out looking like that fresh Craig Mack or is that Steve Harvey Game fro. Full. Right. Mm-hmm. And remember I told you, Once it only lasts that one day. Once the moisture gets Because the minute I go to sleep or something or whatever, it's gone. And even I can wash my hair, pick it, pat it down, put the product in it. Back. It's never gonna look as good as it did that day I came out the barber. But it, his hair. It looked good, but it won't look as good mm-hmm. as when it came out the barber. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm saying. His hair looked like that every day. Mm-hmm. So it had that barber effect every I was like, yo, he has to be doing this every he day. Well, who who does shit. every day? Yo. That was the right now I'm thinking about it, that was the greatest hair piece ever. He could have had a lot of fuck the suits. Hell yeah. He'd he be a billionaire. We be a calling billion, him we be calling him Steve Bezos. Right, uh, 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 <laughs> Steve C.J. Walker. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. I watch, did you watch that Netflix? Nah, movie? but I heard it was good. It's crazy. I didn't know she stole that shit. Now I heard some debate over that because I heard like the niece of like some. Her I heard she did say had some complaints with how it was with some of the stuff the way the yeah. movie was made. But no, I'm like, they said she did say that she stole it. Is that the consensus from the documentary? I just I the documentary. She had, in the documentary she admitted to stealing it. She just said she marketed it better. 
stole shit from my stove? So, yeah. So, essentially, there was a woman who created the formula for the product. And she, oh, we're not talking about the straightening comb. No. The, 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 the lie, the perm or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she was she was a good salesperson, CJ was. Mm-hmm. But this woman didn't think she could be a good, good enough salesperson because... She didn't have the look. She just looked like a regular poor mm. black woman. This one was fair skin. I guess she was. She yeah. had mixed, that, that, I heard mixed race. Yeah, yeah. So CJ tried to tell her, "Look, I can. We could get more sales. Just let me do this." She's like, "Nope, you're not doing that. I'm gonna continue to work. You know, permit straighten your hair, or whatever. But you're just gonna do my laundry." CJ wasn't having that. She was like, "We can. I can make money off of this." So now she took the product, and I think she might have put a tweak on it. To try to uh, be able to make it affordable for her to make. Put some Crisco in that shit. And, you know, she used her marketing genius to go ahead and build the empire. But at the end of the day, she stole the lady's stuff in a minute. Because the lady said, I found that you stole my shit. I got a patent lawyer, blah, or, you know, whatever lawyer, this and that. Back then? And CJ was like, I, was CJ was basically like, yeah, I stole your shit, but I made it better. Because she was like, hey, I was marketing it better. And that's why I'm here. So that was kind of wild to hear, you know what I mean? I need to people, watch. You know, granted, her claim to fame that she's the first self-made first black, black millionaire, millionaire woman. Right. But people also had us thinking she invented I the product. She, she didn't invent that but, shit. Well, uh, at least according to the Netflix documentary, she didn't invent that shit. The lady well, she stole the first from. black millionaire man? I don't know. I forget. Shouldn't we notice? Aren't I guess we should. Huh? Aren't you black? I mean, shit. You know... You know, and I feel you on that, but you know what I'm thinking about too? Is me saying that mm. black people have done and accomplished so fucking much. I mean, we can get lost in where to keep up with shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Cause, cause, for instance, when you say who was the first black millionaire, self-made millionaire man, right? Mm-hmm. Are you talking about in America? Because if you know about Mansa Musa, he was the richest man that ever lived, and he was black by all accounts. So really, we could start with Mansa Musa, maybe. Mm-hmm. And that's not even to say he was the first self-made millionaire guy. You know what I mean? There could mm-hmm. have been somebody before him or what have you. But so to say who's the first black man in the man, I guess that you know there need to be some qualifiers. Or you know, let's say in America. But again, still I wouldn't know because the same way how you know we learned late in life that I guess quote unquote there was a there was a black president. It just wasn't I guess an elected president as how we have it in our system now mm-hmm. but they said there was one back in ye colonial times or what have you so who's to say who which black men were millionaires back then or not what happened because they said black men had money there was some black men who had money back then too right mm-hmm. but uh, from, this article is saying somebody from new orleans who was passed as a white man mm-hmm. in the 1840s hey, what was his name william lytle stork did it say how he made his money uh he was out as a black man. Oh, okay. It says uh, that much. It, I can't see. I, it didn't say how you uh, raised his money. I'm about to look for William Lydas, Lydasdorf. Okay. Might have been the first one. All right. So, let's get into this tournament. All right. You ready for this? Damn. There ain't no damn black man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you no. look white? He look white as fuck. So who was that? I know, he, I know he damn sure would be mad to be out of his Oh, he sh- yeah, he sure would look like white. So who, who, who the fuck out of him? Who knew the out of him? That must, it'd be the ones closest to you. That had to be his family member. Uh, haters. That definitely had to be his family member. So, let's get into this Pop Queen um, tournament here. All right. 
So again, what we're going to do, I'm going to break it down. We're going to go from left side to right side and work our way to a championship, okay? Because how they do in the March Madness, you have four different regions, northeast, southwest. Mm -hmm. And each region has their own kind of mini tournament and tournament for tournament for lack of a better term. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna, we're going to just go go through each one. I'm going to give you names, and then you're going to tell me who moves forward, okay? Okay. Now, what if you don't agree? Huh? What if you don't agree with the person? Like I said, we'll create a little side thing for ourselves, uh -huh. and we'll see who ultimately came out what winner, where we differ. Okay. But, all right. So first round. These are all the first rounds, all right? So we're going to call this first round left side. Mm -hmm. First round upper quadrant. Your first matchup is Beyonce versus Sia. Damn, you started off with that? That's how they started off. <laughs> versus Sia? I didn't even know you would do much about Sia's work. Beyonce versus Sia? Mm -hmm. that, that can't be a, a first round. <laughs> Why is that? I mean, where's Sia's uh, dope? Oh, I'm, as a, well, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm thinking more of a song. See, I know more of her, her catalog. She's mm -hmm. as a songwriter. Right. And so she's heavy. And see, this is what I say. You know, your criteria is going to just have to be whatever your criteria is. I guess the only thing I can emphasize to you is to remember... This says it's, it's titled Pop Queen's Ultimate Bracket. So if songwriting factors into your pop queen, then, you know, you make a decision how you see fit. I got to do Beyonce for the culture. Okay, so we both agreed on B. It was a no-brainer for me. But I, I don't want to hate, but I don't want to miss it. Yeah, I like Sia. Sia's heavy, heavy. It was a no-brainer for me. Um, you know what kind of makes this a little ill, too, is because then, like, what I had to do, like, sometimes you, uh, you then gotta say yourself, is this person pop? Is this person R&B? Is this person this and that? So, you know, I, I that factor. Them all, whoever they say pop, they pop. Okay, right. All right, so next first round matchup, we have Robin versus Missy. Who the hell's Robin? Same thing I said. I had to look her up. Apparently, she's from like Sweden, one of them um, Norse countries. And oh, apparently, Missy. she's a big deal. But yeah, for me, it was Missy, no debate. I don't know Mm-hmm. Okay, next first round matchup. In the upper quadrant, upper left, uh -huh. we have Kesha uh -huh. versus J-Lo. J-Lo. I said the same thing. We be agreeing. Yeah. And you know, I like Kesha. But when yeah. I look at J-Lo's body of work, her career, her and, and that's why, <laughs> her body. And that's why I say, you know, it's an all-time thing. Because Kesha, again, came out way later than J-Lo. Mm -hmm. So, let's say, who knows what Kesha's body of work would have been if she came out when J-Lo came out. But, hey, that's such is life, right? Mm-hmm. Next we have our final first round matchup for the upper left quadrant. We have Lana Del Rey versus Ariana Grande. Ariana. I said the same thing. Not on my head. You know what I mean? And honestly, that's probably just a matter of I don't really know. I know Lana Del Rey is, but I don't know her music. But mm -hmm. I know Ariana Grande music and I know she can sing. Yeah, she's pretty. Mm-hmm. All right, so now let's move to the bottom bracket of the first round on the left side. We got it's Britney Bitch Spears mm -hmm. versus Selena Gomez. Britney Bitch? Britney Bitch, same who thing for me. Who, who can Britney still So be I was doing this with one of my people yesterday. And she, she, you know, she picked Brit, but it okay. was a struggle for her. It can be a struggle. Don't get me wrong. I know Selena Gomez is very popular. Like, see, here's the thing, though. Mm hmm. I think it's, I want to, I almost want to say it's the age thing because like, let's say, let's say if it was like a seven, a 20 year old, mm -hmm. they might go with Selena. Oh. But no, this person is our age. Mm. Yeah. 
No, because you know, I was amazed to know how much Britney still makes on mm-hmm. royalties. Oh, I didn't know that. Britney, Britney's royalties. And she's still shout out to hard. having the right lawyers for the right deal. No, she's eating hard off of her royalties. Because mm-hmm. can you imagine if some of our artists had proper royalty contracts when it was making their classic music that still gets played heavy today? Yeah, and you know a lot of times it's don't. So let's move forward. Next we have Dua Lipa versus Carly Rae Jepsen. I don't know who either one of the people are, honestly. And mm-hmm. don't, please don't judge me. Okay. So I don't know how we go. So for, for, talk, flip a coin if you want. Dua Lipa. Okay. So you went Dua. And I heard a Dua song. I liked it. But I feel like I'm more familiar with Carly Rae Jepsen even though I forget her song. Carly Rae Jepsen? Carly Rae Jepsen. Oh, that's Call Me Maybe? Yes, her. Oh, and I go with her. Oh, okay. Just because I... I yeah, that so that's what put so so it's Carly for both of us then. All right, next in the first <laughs> round. Ah, oh, here are two people you know well. You have Pink mm-hmm. versus. Don't do it. Who? Oh, I feel like you knew who was next. Who? Christina Aguilera versus Pink. Versus Pink. And the criteria I can make up my own. That's up to you, Pop Queen. Shit. I love them both. I'm going with Christina. I love Christina. I also went with Christina. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I love Christina. And, and, I, and I like Pink a lot. But yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know what What pushes this over the edge of me? Not no shape? Because I'm, I'm Pink is sing too. Christina the sang. Oh, I knew Christina wasn't to be messed with when she sang uh, Run To You at the BET Awards. And for me, <laughs> I forget what made me write. What, well, here's what flipped it for me for Christina. Cause you know she came out genie in a bottle and all that. I like those songs, and I did like those songs. I but those are just like you know cool, teeny bopper pop songs. But when I found out she could sing, mm-hmm. and I forgot what she did it on, and my, it was it was it was, it was it was an award show. It was Jane before Brown. it was before Beautiful came out. Uh-huh. But whatever award show was, she sang something. Whatever was, she hit it, mm-hmm. and that from then that's when be all those. Other, I was like, oh, she could sing, sing, mm-hmm. and that was yeah. It wasn't that award show where she killed. Uh, it's a man's world. Like I couldn't remember. Horse, she she sang the fuck out of that. She she's she's hard for it. I didn't yeah. like that genie in the bottle, Christina. But when she got some, like beautiful mm-hmm. and like uh, uh, the voice within, I was yeah. the voice when voice within might make me say like, damn, she she hit some she hit some notes. Okay. And I'm sorry, I just looked at it looked at Britney. Britney still makes twenty to thirty million a year. A year. Just in royalties? From her res- she has a residency in Las Vegas. Oh, okay. And um, but on top of that with the royalties, she still makes about thirty-four I million. I forgot about that residency. She still makes thirty-four million a year. So she could just sit on her ass and yeah. not. And okay. she's worth two fit two hundred fifteen million. That's crazy. Still now. And then ain't she been having like ain't her current like partner or whatever got some kind of like legal order on her? She has a who's she with? I don't forget, but she said she was basically being held captive. I heard this like not terribly longer, like within the last month. It's not not the baby daddy with the who, the black girl. Well, not Fedelon, no. With Shar. So our final matchup on the bottom left first round. Our final matchup for the left side first round. We got two heavy hitters. Oh, this ain't right. We got Cher. Okay. Versus Madonna. Match, yes. Oh, it's, it's easy for Madonna. It's easy. It um, was, yeah, for me, it's easy because I, I, I respect Cher, I love yeah. Cher, but I love Madonna. 
Yeah, and I think Madonna has a pop edge. For one, Madonna shifted the culture, first of all. Right. That's first of all. Like a virgin? Yeah, she, she shifted a lot of shit. Like, mm-hmm. she did a lot of firsts. She, she, she was pushed a, the envelope like a She mug. pushed the envelope like a bug, so she was the first in, in that respect in a lot of in regards. And also, as far as I could think, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying that, that means I'm right or I'm the ruling body, governing body, mm-hmm. but as a kid growing up, Madonna was the first one where I seen, like, at least from what I thought would, were openly gay men in her videos, like the dances and stuff. And... That was Justify. What was the name of that, that tour she Justify went on? My Love was the song. What was the name of that big tour she went on? I can't remember the name, but yeah. So, yeah, and she, then, of course, after that, I feel like that opened doors. That's what I'm saying. Because mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, now it's awesome. very it's very not strange to see that. You know what I mean? That's like normal mm-hmm. in many respects. Whereas growing up, I, I didn't see that much as a kid. You know? No. So, we both chose Madonna. Easy. So in the, that wasn't that hard. In the left side first round, we were even. We we picked all the same people. See? So now let's go first round right side. We uh because I already the person I played I did this with before, we had a couple difference already. Left side, right side, first round, upper quadrant. We got la 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 gaga. Okay, I love gaga. Versus it will never be royals. Lord. Come on now. What, who the hell even put them so together? So we'll just say Gaga. Remember, first seed Ooh. versus 16 seed. <laughs> but again, All you right. might have an 18-year-old who knows more Lord than, you know. It's just like how you that, got today's youth mm-hmm. that put LeBron over Jordan. But the people from my era put Jordan over LeBron. Well, who's, who was the girl uh, who won like, all those damn Grammys? Who I don't even know what the hell she is. Oh, you talking about... um. Shit, I know you. T- Damn, I know her name too. She's the young girl. It's, it's gonna come to me in a second. Um, Billie Eilish. She talking about right? Yes. Yeah. And she's young as hell. Yeah, she and came I'm not out of nowhere. But she came out of nowhere. So now here's 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 a uh, here's a copy. Here's a new thing to the first round in the NCAA tournament. Like I say you have two teams mm-hmm. that have to have a playoff to get the final spot in the tournament. So everybody else has already earned their so spot. It's a wild card. Girl. Yeah, basically. Okay. Everybody else already earned their spot for mm-hmm. winning their tournaments or getting picked. Mm-hmm. But then you take two teams. That might have did um, well. Yeah. Yeah, they did all right, but their conference is so weak or this and that and the other. So, like. It's going to be Shaka Khan and Keisha Cole. So, yeah, so it'd be like, they got to play for a spot to get that last 16th And they might not even get in? Or one of them will get Well, in. one of them will get okay. in. But, yeah, this is like the last of the last. This is similar, except, of course, since we're not playing basketball here, mm-hmm. it, uh, according to this tournament, it's called a write-in. So you can write in someone you feel should be in this tournament, and then we'll go from there. Uh, I'll write now, in. I'll give you an option. Okay. You can either say who you want to write in, or I could tell you who the person I played with the last time wrote in. Well, can I do both? And then pick one, from the, pick one or the other? Okay. okay. I'll write in... Um... And McCarr popped uh, Mary J. Bly. Okay. Yeah. The other person wrote in Whitney Houston. Oh, hell, yeah, go Whitney. <laughs> Why wasn't Whitney already in? That's a good question. <laughs> but one thing I'll say is maybe they considered her more R&B than pop. Not Whitney? Because some people Whitney, do. Whitney's more pop than R&B. As some people, yes. As other people, no. 
Okay. Like for instance, the person who actually picked the person who actually picked Whitney, Mm -hmm. we were having this discussion, and I she because when we got further on, she was like, "Well, Whitney, you know, she probably I'm no more so for her R and B slow song." I was like, "No, you you forget she had I want to dance with somebody. She had I'm your baby tonight. She had uh, the baby face. Yeah, I I started. I started like." Mm-hmm. Licking off a couple of like Whitney like pop songs, yeah, and I was pop. like, "Yeah." So yeah, I was like, "I mean, I get it." She, she and I said, "You know, some people are just crossover, period." Mm-hmm. But yeah, she was definitely a pop queen. Mm-hmm. So now All Whitney right. is the writing, which She's you know, make shit harder. For it, you, yes, oh. which is why I say you know, in terms of they have upsets, this makes Whitney a sixteen seed basically. She's in there. It's too oh, late. Oh, okay, damn it. So now this is that. the writing. All right, Whitney. Versus Adele. Whitney? I too picked Whitney. And I like Adele. I do too. But yeah, this is... And again, this is one of those things where depending on your, depending on your criteria, sometimes your criteria is mm-hmm. just, it's Whitney. But they then outside of that, yeah. But then outside of that, great. your criteria could be Whitney's body of work, Adele's Adele body of work. Like even, even though Adele has great music, mm-hmm. She ain't got Whitney's discography. Who right. does really? But you know what I'm saying? She don't even come close. Right. Like so, got what, one or two albums? Yeah, two at least. It, okay. All right. So that's that. So first round, oh top God, quadrant. We got Kelly Clarkson versus the R&B whisperer, Janet Jackson. Kelly Clarkson. Okay. You said that fast. Wait, I'm trying to think. Should I have knocked Janet out that quick? Like this new, new, new it's Janet. your criteria. It's your criteria. I guess Kelly Carson. No, give me Janet. It, I picked Janet. Yeah, give me Janet. So we still the same way. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm yeah. sorry, Janet. And you know, like even though she's the Whisper Queen, mm-hmm. again, my criteria for her was one, her body of work, and no disrespect to Kelly's body of work. Mm-hmm. One, Janet's body of work, mm-hmm. but Janet was a culture shifter. Mm-hmm. Kelly wasn't. Right. You know. I mean, I guess you could say she led the American Idol culture, but yeah. Whatever, no. Yeah, so there's that. All right, moving on. Final first round battle for the upper upper right hand quadrant. We're still going there, all right. You got who I, similar to Christina Aguilera, I learned much later in life she had soul. Mm -hmm. Celine Dion. Celine Dion. Versus. Mm You ready for this? Mm-hmm. The Christmas Queen, Mariah Carey. Me and Mariah <laughs> go fair. back like babies of pacifier. Mariah Carey versus Celine Dion. This ain't fair. Is it not fair to who? Celine Dion. Ah, and y'all can make up my own criteria. Yes, yeah, your criteria. Celine Dion. 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 Because one, we taking today's uh, Mariah voice. <laughs> Listen, bro, you go, you go with what you go with. I'll go with Mariah. I also went with Mariah. I mean, it's hard to not her work. That's what I'm saying. Because the thing is, though, I'm in this contest, I'm not going to weigh what Mariah, the bullshit she's doing now. As heavily as what I've known Mariah to do. Vision of love. A vision of love. Yeah. You got you got me feeling emotion, like mm-hmm. everything. A, a lot, you know, uh, Mariah got so many fucking great hits. People forget the vision of love was the one. 
that like that's her first song. That was the first one. That's how we learned about she Mariah. Started on some shit. I was in sixth grade. I was Damn. in sixth grade. So that was what, ninety one? <laughs> when that vision of love hit, you know what I mean? That, that's the barbecue, Haitian rum. It's just normally I have the dark one, it's the white one. Can I mix dark and light? About to find out. I mean, we've we been we've been to college. I ain't you know. So yeah, kids, okay. you know, big up to Celine, but yeah, Mariah just you know sometimes too without talking about two songs that I just could just still rip off the sing off the top or whatever without missing a beat. Like I think my heart would go on with Celine. Yeah, like I know Celine, but I don't know the words to any Celine song. Point blank. Period. I just, I think I with Celine, I more so know of her greatness. I've never said, oh, let me get a Celine album or let me, you know, instead of Spotify. But I'm not also acknowledging she's great. You know what I mean? What was that fucking song that used to always come on for the commercials back in the day? In the, at fucking 3 o'clock in the morning. Those, <laughs> no, those were Sarah McLaughlin songs. No. With I, the pets? It would be one of Celine Dion's songs. It would be like one of Was it for the animals or the, the No, it would be it was like an album of like, like a oh okay uh, Apple, like all different artists and oh like, I got you all of a sudden like she was coming yelling oh all by that's her right oh okay is that her song all by myself I like that song. that's her right I don't know I want to get it to another white person <laughs> Celine Dion yeah so we got Mariah advancing okay cool but it wasn't enough to defeat Mariah. You live again, you Christmas Grinch. <laughs> All right. So now we're, we're on to the first round, bottom right. This is the final the final of the first round matchups. We got Taylor Swift mm -hmm. versus mm -hmm. the Barbie, Nicki Minaj. <laughs> Nicki Minaj is a pop star. I know what you're thinking. What? She's a rapper. But no, she's a pop star as much as a rapper. Taylor Swift. Remember, she got songs like boom, 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 boom. I know, but they don't seem weird to put against each other. Like, welcome to the bracket, baby. Welcome to April Madness. And Taylor's a hell of a writer. She's had a lot of sales. She's probably worth a lot more than Nikki. But I'm going to go with Nikki. Yo, I went with Nikki for the upset. Yeah. Yeah. Without, yeah, like. You know, the yeah, I like Taylor. Taylor. Don't get me wrong. I like I like I like, I like Taylor Five, which I didn't know that, but yeah. I like Taylor shit. But Nikki, and she you know, she pop and she can spit. You know, Nikki. Mm -hmm. I I sing a lot more Nikki songs than I do, or no, a lot me more too. Nikki bars than Taylor bars. And that could be kind of a cultural thing. Yeah, you know, I, but I, I tend to. Our criteria is our criteria. Oh yeah. All right. Next up, we got she kissed the girl and liked it. Katy Perry. Uh huh. Versus Demi, not more, Lovato. So the person was uh, Katy Perry Katy versus Perry. Demi Lovato. That's who I picked as well. I just don't really know Demi Lovato's music, but I know. I about her that I, That's all I know. <laughs> and I know I like a lot of Katy's music. Mm-hmm. And this is how we wrap up the first round. Okay. Damn, we oh, well, round. last two matchups in the first round. Kylie versus Miley. Kylie Minogue versus Miley Ray Cyrus. Who's Kylie Minogue? Um, la 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 can't get you out of my head. Can't make up that. Yeah, she had like a little comeback single, like a second album that was hot. It was one of those, yeah. And I really like Kylie too, but yeah, Miley just got too much heat. 
Molly was that, and you don't stop. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Wrecking Ball was enough, but like, okay. matter of fact, but I ain't gonna lie, here's my thing too. Mm-hmm. I also think for myself, that's like my stature, 6'4", 280 or something. Mm-hmm. But when I tell you, I have no problem when, so I put my hands up to play my song and the butterflies go away. I'm not in my head like, yeah. Moving my hips like, yeah. Like, I be going hard to that track. And I know people probably look at me like, what the fuck? But I go, and if that track can make my big black ass do that and not give a fuck about the world. And I realize, Mm -hmm. Miley hasn't put out a song that I didn't like. Mm. I like Wrecking Ball. I like Party in the USA. Uh, The shit she did when she went right with Mike Will made it in them. The Jays. No, but the song about the Jordans. Uh Um, It was a Mike Will made it song, but she was the featured Mm -hmm. artist or whatever. That shit was her Juicy J. That shit was heavy. Like, yeah, we won't stop. This. Say, no, the, this is, this is well, that was different. Day. Yeah, oh, but yeah. That's the same song? That was Bands That Make a Dance. Oh, yeah. I got a little racket for a second. The, the 23s, the hook was something like with my J's on or something shit like that, but I can't remember right now. So, well, we all got Miley going. Here's the final matchup of the first round Shania Twain. Mm hmm. And you know the person that I was doing this with earlier? Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, I was so ready to pick Shania because I just knew. Good. Then I told her who the opponent was. Should I a good country woman? And shit changed. Good country, clean woman. I didn't know she was pop. I was considered a country, but I, I, was, I was thinking her as country. So I feel like we're both gonna vote the same. You ain't tell me the person was. And I feel like we're both gonna vote the same. You ain't tell me. And I feel like we're both gonna vote the same. Okay. Right, 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 right. Rihanna. <laughs> See what I mean? We both gonna vote the same. Like we, like I feel like. Well, for me anyway, I can't say because you, you know, it troubled you a little bit in the first round. Mm-hmm. But for me, this was the most. Well, I was gonna say this and Beyonce were the most lopsided for me. Mm-hmm. Okay. And again, I like to say, but I don't know see it like that. Mm-hmm. And remember, and I'm thinking of yeah. her beyond the behind the right. scenes. Yeah. Stuff. See, I you know, know nothing about heavy. that. So, she wrote Diamonds. She wrote Rihanna's song. Bless Oh, did she? Oh, I didn't know that. That's Sia. Yeah, but this was like such this was such a lopsided uh, victory. Like, Shania got zero points here. <sighs> zero. Like, where Sia would have got one or two points because I forgot whatever song she had that I liked. Mm-hmm. And Beyonce would have had a lot more than two. Like, let's say if it was 100 to two. Nah, Rihanna won this one like 200 to zero. And I don't bump Shania's name. But right. I, I mean, I respect her game. Her I know she's great. She's a great yeah. artist, yeah. but I, just, I, I have Rihanna CD. All right. So we're going to pick it up a little bit. That was a great first round. I'm going to move through that the second rough. round a little bit. Yeah. And it should get rough at it some point. Quicker. Yeah, second round. We got Beyonce mm-hmm. versus Missy. Beyonce. Same, Top queen. Same thing for me. All right. Next, we got J-Lo versus Ariana Grande. J-Lo still. Yes, I picked the same thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, why'd you pick J-Lo? Uh, longevity. Uh, I know Yeah, and I think that's the thing, too. Like, J-Lo has too much. Like, Ariana Grant could be that person. In, in the but future. she's right. But she's just, yeah. she's still new, fam. J-Lo came from yeah. K-Ho. Yeah, know? exactly. She's been around. And, you know, because, you know, people, yeah, she was, but, you know what I mean, like, she was oh, just in, another one. girl on the IRT. She was on the she, six. She wasn't on that, was she? 
first album, wasn't it? Or was Justin the girl on the IRT? Huh? Justin the girl on the IRT. She's in that movie. No, she had an album called Just Another Girl on the IRT. Did she? Yeah, and then she had another that album. That was a movie back in the day. I didn't know it was, she made a I song. I think you're right. Uh, she, I think that was her first album. She made an album called that? Mm-hmm. That's crazy because that was an old school movie. Google J-Lo albums. And you should see Just Another Girl on the IRT and On the Six. I think Just Another Girl, if Just Another Girl on IRT wasn't her first album, On the Six was. I know it was The Train. Because IRT wasn't the, wasn't the first one. Then it was Just Another Girl IRT. Then the, On the Six had to be the second one, right? I did, she named that. That was a movie back in the day. Okay. I feel like I might have seen that title. But yeah, I had a little bit of that. I think I said On the Six is her first one on this one. Okay. Yeah, it was one of those. Then, she has eight studio albums. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, oh, the IRT. That's the train system my mom's taught me about. On the uh-huh. Six was her debut. Yes. On the Six, okay. Now, was the second album Just Another Girl on the RT? The second album was J-Lo. Oh, when was Just Another Girl on the RT then? I don't even see that. When you sure, when you drinking in your cup? Or was that a song? J-Lo has some shit called... Make, you make, you make sure you mix it with the movie, sir. Hold up. Just Another Cause I want, Girl. That was a movie back in the day. See, I, I see it was a movie. I got On the Six, J-Lo, This Is Me. Then, Rebirth... Como ama, ama umoha, brave, love, and AKA. Damn. I so where did I get that from? The damn movie? You gotta stop drinking. Bro, no, I can't be tripping, yo. I'm gonna be out here feeling crazy. I mean, I'm, I'm, if I get you committed, I just want the money. All right, well, we're gonna move on from that. We both said J Lo. Yes. All right, next, we got Britney. Bitch. Versus Carly Ray Jepsen. Britney. Yep. Same here. That was easy. Next, we got Christina Aguilera mm-hmm. versus Madonna. 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 You didn't agree with that one, did you? I'm trying to think. Madonna, go back, man. I get, yeah, give me some coffee. Well, um, Madonna was tough. Oh. You think of how Christina looks? Yes, I am. You can't. That, that, I mean, Madonna was no slouch Back coming up either now. Yeah, but you know what? Now. Nah, Madge, she's her culture shift was too strong. She and, beat up. and plus, Madge had shit. Yeah, like even after Matt, long after Madge should have been done, mm-hmm. she came out of it. She like, you know, because that I never knew she could sing like that, and when she did, so she did a Vita. Mm-hmm. That was totally different for me. Hell it is. For everybody. Yeah, don't cry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then she had did she didn't she have a song with Justin? I feel like she had a song with Justin that was four called minutes. like four minutes. Yeah. That was my that's my shit. <laughs> I like that I, song I a lot. All the time. Yeah. It's gonna take four minutes to say the world. <laughs> so that was uh the sweet sixteen is done, right? And she hold up, and she kissed uh Britney, didn't she? Yes, yeah, she did at the award show. So the left side sweet sixteen is done. Now let's go to the right side sweet sixteen. We have uh, Lady Gaga mm-hmm. versus Whitney Houston. Hmm. Hmm. I don't like that matchup. I'm gonna go, to, go, go with Whitney, but I don't. I don't like that okay. matchup. I went with Gaga. I went with Gaga because that. At this point now, mm-hmm. Gaga couple had, things. She just came up with a song for like the first time in how many years? No, 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 I'm not saying at this point in the second of the, mm-hmm. but a couple things. This is where 
while I give Whitney all her pop credits, mm-hmm. I had to look at her R&B stuff. And when I look at Gaga's pop credits, Gaga's pop I kind of put it all pop. And also, when I think of pop, I don't know when you think of like slow joints, right? Per se. I, 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 I take your point. I'll give it to Gaga. Yeah. And I, Gaga I, make me dance. You swayed yeah. me. I Wait, do think. Oh, you switching to Gaga? Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry, Whitney. Yeah, it was. You were was, for me, baby. Yeah, it was. It was, And plus, it's not like Gaga can't sing, too. So even. I mean, not saying she's. <laughs> nobody. Gaga can sing her ass. Gaga can. And she. Matter of fact, another artist who. Because I knew Bad Romance and I knew, mm-hmm. you know, them shits. Mm-hmm. And, I know, and, fact, and Bad Romance, she hit some very good notes, too. Mm-hmm. I don't know, Joe Lover! All of that. But then, what was the song she did that made me realize that she could get, I think when she started doing shit with Tony Bennett. They had an album, didn't they? Yeah. And I was like, oh, her voice is wild. But then I heard some other shit where she had to like sing. And she yeah. writes her shit too. And then her perform her con her performances because that's mm-hmm. when I start factoring in. Mm-hmm. I'm at the she's level where I start factoring the performances. Like, yeah, extra. And she's a culture shifter. It's like she took them. She, well, she's a hybrid. She, or did she shift us back to Madonna? No, I was about to say okay. she took the Madonna ball, uh, baton and, and she ran kept with it. Going. it. Yeah, which I got to give her that too because you know she didn't just keep it going; she kept it going strong. Like, you know mm-hmm. how they say, in a, it's funny we talk about batons, in a relay, what they say, the third leg, I think, is the weakest leg? Or the something third? Like that? How do you know about that? I mean, you know. That's an inside <laughs> secret. I mean, you ain't supposed about the third leg being the weakest. Well, you know I ran a track, I know too. I ran a third leg. I know we do it. I know about the third. Yeah. yeah. You want your third, the third leg, you want your weakest person. You're right. So what I'm saying is, she wasn't the third leg in that relay. She, I'm going to say she was that, because the anchor is usually the, the strongest runner, yes? You want your... Want, I know the, the first, first, first the first I know the first and last to be strongest. But those are strongest too. Now, is there a rule that says one is stronger than the other between first and last, or they're roughly equal? Um, no, it, it goes against the. Well, either way, well, it still feeds to my point. So let's strongest. say Whitney was first leg. Mm-hmm. I mean, Madonna was first leg. Come out to get strong. Mm-hmm. Gaga has to be the anchor because she didn't slow. She down. kept it up. Yeah. yeah. Cause now we're like I was talking about how to, even when you talk about the visuals with the what seemingly openly seemingly mm-hmm. to me openly gay dancers and Madonna's thing mm-hmm. ain't the more seemingly with Gaga. Oh, these motherfuckers is gay. They kissing. Yeah, you know I mean, <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. It's like nothing about Gaga like mm-hmm. slowed down that rate. Mm-hmm. And Gaga going on with the acting. Yeah. And um, she's awesome. Yeah, impact she's on the culture, everything. Yeah. She's like, gets body shaming. All of that. So, yeah, yeah I got to get, yeah. And, yo, she got a song with Wale. And that shit is happy. I don't know heard that shit. Wale had a, I think it was like Wale's second release of a second song or whatever. And I think he took a, he kind of, uh, he sampled, uh, what was Gaga's first song? Was it Bad Romance? No, Bad Romance was second. What's the first one? Poker Face. That's what oh, it was. Oh, Yeah. Oh, he came out with, um... He did have something. Yeah, and I think he sampled Poker Face. Well, no, Common had a joint too where he sampled uh, Common or Kanye, one of them. But but they were both on the album, and I think Wale was on the album. But either way, Wale had a song with Lady Gaga. She was a feature. And he was this way, he's still on his DC head. I got a song called Chilling by them. Who? Wale and Gaga? Yeah. Yeah. Chilling? Yeah, That's but right. but the poker face joke you talk about that was a Kanye or a common song. I, I know it might have been um, Kanye. Oh no, it wasn't even a song. You know whose song it was? Mm-hmm. It was Kid Cudi's, and he was featuring them. I don't remember that. 
If you go, I ain't you been in the streets long enough, I guess. Yeah, I think if I feel like if you Google Kid Cudi mm-hmm. poker face, that'll come up. Is he around? Kid Cudi. Well, you know he's been going through some things. Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah, Kid Cudi poker face. It's called Make a Say, but he I said. I when I played Kid Cudi, the first thing that popped up was poker face. Oh, see. Damn. That's like that. You know, you know, our guardian fed angels are watching, so. That's crazy. Yeah, it's called, the name of the song is Make Her Say, but he sampled that joint. So, if I could play a quick extra, I know we're doing the channel. Like, and I made her say? Yes. Oh, shit. Yeah, I, I love that song. Yeah, so that, that joint is my shit. Part of the ads out here. Fuck it. Damn, YouTube making me do the whole 15 seconds? Bullshit, bro. I'm too old for that shit. Fuck out of here, bro. I'm going to say. Yeah, so this way he said, "Boy, God, God, this song is the shit, yo." It was nominated for best rap. Okay, I didn't know that. This was the this song was hot. Yeah, that song was heavy, bro. Yeah, so shout out to him for that. Um, so yeah, like yeah, Gaga. This is rough. She yeah, she had to move. Well, that's how it's supposed to get going. You know, moving on. So now, all right, moving on. We have Kelly Clarkson. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. No, we have. Where are we? Oh yeah, we have Janet Jackson mm-hmm. versus Mariah Carey. Mariah, easily. And I think this is where really? this. Yeah, for me. Should that be? Should it be easy? For me, it was. Because I feel like I feel like longevity and, and discography wise. That's what I'm saying. But I feel like you no know, Mariah has been there long enough to where. Like how we said, like how we said, like um, who we say, some like Madonna versus Christy. Well, either way, we were comparing on Jim said that. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was Ariana Grande. Mm-hmm. Grande. Yeah, Ariana Grande versus J Lo. We talking about longevity played mm-hmm. a, a heavy factor. It can't be a heavy factor here because Mariah shit is extent is heavy. What this came down to for me, mm-hmm. honestly, was the whisper versus the voice. And plus, Janet has more R&B shit than Mariah. And I feel bad. Does she know that about you? I feel bad because Janet might be saying spitting some shit. I just can't hear it. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> so are you going Mariah? You went Mariah as well, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. So God, I move Me forward. Mariah. Go, go back, back like babies and pacifiers. Mariah moves go. forward. All right. Next matchup. Uh oh. We have Nicki Minaj mm-hmm. versus Katy Perry. Mm-hmm. Well, for a personal thing, I would go with Nikki. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of like overall what, what people think was a bigger, a bigger, a bigger uh, person. Popcorn. It's about you, bro. It's not about I'm the people. Nikki, then. Okay. Kay's probably a bigger pop artist. Yeah, of course. But I, but shit, that could just be an inequality thing for all we know. But I'm also I also went with Nikki. Mm-hmm. And then. We wrap up the second round. Okay. Wrap up the second sweet sixteen. We have Miley versus Riri. Miley. Oh, I went Riri without question. Uh, well, Riri, she's, she's a good pop queen, but she can't really sing. Yeah. So, and Miley actually can sing. So yeah. I went for her. So. Oh, yeah, I went with Riri over Miley all day. Maybe they twice. All right. Elite eight. The Elite Eight, Lonnie. All right. We're going to start off with 
Beyonce mm -hmm. versus J-Lo. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go with B, please. I wrote your answer down already. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Next up in the Elite Eight, it's Britney Bitch mm -hmm. versus Madge. Madge. Britney and Madge. In Little Richard voice, she's the originator. I actually go on Britney. Hmm? I'm going Britney. Mm -hmm. Sorry you did that. <laughs> <laughs> and so is, so is Madonna. Yeah, I think what I, um over what what did it for me with Britney? What shaving the head? Nah, nah, too, um Pepsi commercials. Britney, well, we can't discount Britney's <laughs> work. First of all, we can't discount Britney's work. She has a hell of work. I think her crossover shit with the Neptunes and stuff did it for me because that slave is still that slave is still so great to me. <laughs> that beat. They yes, made a, they with made the Neptunes. The Neptunes did the that. Uh -uh. But that. But that shit. Yeah, that was for real. Look, a black man put the shackles on my feet when that shit comes yeah. on. Yeah, yo. That, that slave band. And then a she song. My prerogative? And then it was. She took, she took Bobby's song. Exactly. And then it was a song, which I ain't really read that one. But then there's a song I feel like didn't get the props it mm. probably deserved. Mm. Toxic. I love that song. Toxic was huge. Huh? Toxic was huge. I'm not saying it was huge. I feel like it didn't get the recognition it deserved. It got a lot of recognition. Like, like in my, like in my circles, I never heard people talking about Toxic. Oh, hell yeah. Toxic was and, a huge and, and I'm not even saying, like, you know, I want people to think my, my circles ain't just like hip hop and RB. And yeah, that's my shit. But, like, I used to go hard for that shit, but my other people, they did. Like, no, I mean, if I'm with my friends, I wouldn't put that shit on myself. No, no, no. Again, I'm not saying, I'm not talking about my hip hop and RB circles. Talk about my circles who fuck with that shit too. Toxic should have been a number one in the raid. <laughs> like, I love Toxic. Shit. So yeah, I, I went with um, Britney over Madge. Okay. Let's go to the other side of the Elite Eight. We have Lady Gaga mm -hmm. versus Mariah Carey. Personal preference, Mariah still. Okay, I went with Gaga. Just don't, I, I, I bang Mariah. Yeah, and I love Mariah to death. But man, Gaga, pop wise. Well, how many, who got more stuff up? You got more Mariah or Lady Gaga there? Well, Mariah definitely has a, a, a longer catalog. But how, who do you bang more? Mariah. See, that's the thing. That's the thing. Mm -hmm. When I say pop wise, Mariah, I start getting into my R&B bag. I don't, I I don't separate. I, I've never sang a vision of love and thought about pop. When do you put uh, The Emancipation of Me, that album? That album was fucking great. Is that pop or R&B? If we not call it a hybrid, I got to call it R&B. See, see, we're not taking, like, I'm putting that into, like, the Mariah Bag pop. Or, or we'd, have to, we'd have to give it a title, like, pop soul or some shit. Like, you know how Mary was a queen of R&B soul? Mm -hmm. Like, more, it's a pop soul shit. Because, like... I mean, if we're not... If we're, taking, if we're saying, like, that album was R&B and stuff... I'd, I'd have to run through the track list again, but... It, what? Uh, I said I'd have to go through the track list again. Because you, clearly you're debating that it's pop versus R&B. So I feel like I would need to go through... Like, I'm saying it's R&B based off what I remember about the album. Mm -hmm. But I feel like I need to see the track list and be like, oh, is that R&B? Was that pop? But either way, not. I feel shake like that... Shake it off? Shake, shake. 
That's popping. Chick, 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 that's hip hop and R&B. That's it's, not pop. And I'm looking at that. I can't and put I'm that in pop. Back, so I'm, I'm not going Gaga then. Yeah. So you switched me over. Okay. Because I'm like I'm thinking because that shit was a was a hit. Yeah, I couldn't. I'm banging that shit today. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. I came to Jermaine Dupri wrote the yo. The fuck out body of this, son. What? But he couldn't help Janet. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, he, he, had, he, he, he gave up and got rid of the straight backs by the time he got with Jed. He was bald then. Maybe he's like, you know what? I gave her all my good shit. <laughs> <laughs> he was like Samson with it. <laughs> all right, next up, we got Nicki Minaj versus Miley Ray Cyrus. Miley. Yep, me too. Yeah, now this is where you really, this is a pop bag and it's a Mar- you know, Nikki's hip hop influences. Go back with the yeah. shimmy shimmy y'all. All right, final four. We are going. Okay, well now this is where we're gonna have to have a couple of things. Uh-oh. For you, Uh-oh. it's Beyonce versus Madonna. When did Madonna first come out? Like the 80s? Late yes, 80s. the 80s. Beyonce came out like 95-ish, 4-ish. I'm going Beyonce still for the culture. All right. And for me, it was Beyonce versus Britney. And I'm going Beyonce without a question. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now we have Lady Gaga mm-hmm. versus Miley Ray Cyrus. Lady Gaga. Same here. Oh, wait. Mm-hmm. Hold on. I said that wrong. Oh, yeah, that's for you. <laughs> that's Miley Ray Cyrus for you. For me, it was Lady Gaga versus Riri. Mm. And for me, it's Riri. Over Lady Gaga? Yes. Okay. And... All right. So now that puts you at Beyonce versus Madonna. Mm. Beyonce versus Madonna? Mm Mm-hmm. I still got to go with Beyonce. Okay. Never, never bet against the Carters. Okay. And I also went with Beyonce. And then, for you, it is Gaga mm-hmm. versus Miley. Gaga versus Miley? Yeah. Gaga. Gaga. Easy peasy. All right. Wait, did I do that right? I think I did that wrong. I wouldn't know either way. Either way, you got Gaga going. <laughs> and I got Rihanna still moving. Rihanna versus who? Who you 
Rihanna versus who did you have? Um, where did I have Rihanna defeat Miley? Oh, for me it's Rihanna versus Gaga. Even Rihanna? Yes. Over Gaga. Yes. Okay. Interesting. Tragic. Tragic. All right. So you have Beyonce versus Gaga. I don't like that matchup because I think they're both awesome artists and Beyonce. <laughs> and I love you, Gaga. And I have Beyonce versus Riri. Ooh. This is where I wound up with the person I was playing with. And when I tell you, I sat there for like 10 minutes debating this. I don't know why. Because I was like, which either way it goes, it's going to be like point tenth of a second. Like, it's the smallest fraction. It shouldn't be. I'm it judging is. you right now. And. Stairs of judgment. <laughs> I went with Rihanna. Over who? Over Beyonce. I will flip this whole table over. It, it was very hard for me. Nigga. Huh? Are you crazy? It was very hard for me, but here's the thing. I was now this is what I was really you thinking. About. I was thinking about my fact. No, I was I was sober as a judge. Mm -hmm. I was thinking about all of my factors. Okay. And here's what where I would struggle. Because I was like, if you think about performances, of course Beyonce owns that. Hundred thousand percent. She put she actually in my eyes she Stadium. She's she's definitely easily top three performers of all time. She's arguably number one. Of course it's the argument made for MJ and you know actually for me between MJ and her, nobody else, right. performance wise. You know, I know a lot of people want to throw Prince in there, but you know, no. Mm. He was a great musician, but yeah, right. whatever. Um so there was that. But then now I start thinking in the pop bag and the pop songs that hit. And cause it's like his cause we started getting other things, but they both had great sex appeal, right? I feel like sex appeal wise, Rihanna has an edge when, in terms of sex appeal. Right. That's not saying Beyonce doesn't have sex. Have you seen the Beyonce album, the visual album? <laughs> yeah, but appeal? like, you know, with Beyonce, it's like she's somebody's mom. A matter of fact, <laughs> that would make sense. When, when Beyonce put out like the the, the shit for um, when she put out on the visual, like Drunk in Love and or Sasha, was that Beyonce. Sasha? Page? Or Beyonce? Okay. Mm -hmm. When she put that shit out. It was shocking, like, Part oh, shit. Yeah, Parsons, it was like, oh, shit, Beyonce's doing this? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Or when she did um, Dance For You, oh, shit, Beyonce's doing this? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You never had to go, oh, shit, Rihanna's doing this? You'd be like, oh, shit, Rihanna's doing that. Like, the sex was kind of pill kind of thing was, it wasn't shocking with Rihanna because you was known for that. Beyonce, you had, like, kind so of... came down to look better? No, 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 no. What I'm saying is, I gave... So I, well, I give Beyonce the, the definite edge of performance. We talk about, I started coming up with other criteria. Sex appeal and stuff. Sex appeal edge, I kind of get to Rihanna. Hmm. Right? I, I, um, yeah. when, we talk, when we talk about, uh, like, I'm talking about, like, just sex. Matter of fact, here's how I'm going to quit it. You know how people have that game, who would you marry, sex or kill, or marry, fuck or kill? Mm -hmm. you pick like, if Beyonce would be the marry and Rihanna would be the fuck, like. Yeah. Easy. That's what, Sex. Sex appeal. So sex, one. sex appeal. No, no, no. But I'm, these are my criteria. Here. They were pop. Those are pop singers. Listen, but now we go. Listen, we now listen, listen. I'm listening. We in vocal ability. Beyonce has that. Now we go into pop, pop music because it's a much. it's a queen of pop. Beyonce got more pop than Beyonce. I think. 
I would have to think about it more, but I don't. I, I don't know. Like, what we, I, I don't know because I, I got to think about what's R and B and what's pop songs. I got I got to think about. You know what I mean? You got Rihanna. I mean, even back when she was on her, when she, came, when, she came, forget, when she came out on her quote unquote dance hall shit, that was still pop. Come <laughs> Mr. DJ, come on the replay. That was pop. Even that shit. video. Exactly. But it, they wanted to try to get it on the record charts. Regular's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> the pop was like, yeah, bring that shit over here. That's you know what I mean? Yeah, that. Yeah. Um, um, Would you make me feel like I'm the only young in the world? Um, so asked me, someone tell me, um, yeah, uh, Umbrella was definitely a pop song, yeah, and Chris, yeah. yeah, yeah, even with Hov on it, it was still a pop song, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, and Chris Brown made it extra pop, because Chris Brown was Cinderella, yeah. um, she has so many of those, like, I can't remember all of them, you know what well, I mean? I, I had to put in vocal ability, who's been in the game longer, you know, record sales, performance and stuff, so that's why I had to go do it, uh. I yeah, I think what happens is I give Beyonce more of an R&B okay, thing than that, I do Rihanna. If you're gonna do that, and that's, that's what, that's, that's yeah, at the end of the day, if we're talking about pop, mm-hmm. Rihanna's more pop than Beyonce to okay. me. So that's what made it that way. Otherwise, yeah, that's why I said it's so close for me. But ultimately, for me, Rihanna wins. Mm-hmm. For you, Beyonce wins. Never better against the Carters. I can get with that too. Easter egg. Uh-oh. Who did Nitty pick? To uh win the tournament, mm. who did Uncle Lonnie pick to win the tournament? And who do you say? And yes, you also have to tell me who you pick to win the tournament. And you're gonna have to also follow me on Instagram at OG Nitty. You can also follow that's O G N I T T Y. You can follow also you need to follow Nitty in the City podcast. That's N I T T N D A City. There's Nitty in the City on Instagram. And pick each either one of those, and I want you to DM me the answer. Who did I pick to win? Mm-hmm. Who did Uncle Lonnie pick to win? And who do you pick to win? And you will find yourself the recipient of a $15 cash app. So, yes, you must have the cash app. And if you won already... That means, Taiba, this is you. Since you won already last time, you don't qualify this time. We got to get a new winner this time. I'm not saying she don't qualify for the future. She just doesn't qualify for this one. She's so appreciated. Yes, we're going to get a new winner. But after this one, you can qualify for other ones or whatever, okay? So there you go. That's what you have there. Now we're over 90 minutes into this, so we got to cut this. Yeah, we had a lot of fun. That tournament, you know, really pulled out a lot. Mm -hmm. So, of course, we're not going to leave it out telling people something positive. Tell the people something positive, bro. You want me to go first? Yes, sir. All right. Uh, something positive is, you know, we're in the middle of a pandemic. You know, there's confusion. There's chaos everywhere. But you're still here. You know, you're still here to fight another day, to do good another day, to get it right another day. So, you know, go ahead with that. There you go. And as for me, look here. I mean, it's the Rona. It's the Rona. Everybody talk about the Rona. Just remember, man, you keep waking up and seeing every day. It's another chance for you to get out there and either prevent the Rona, fight against the Rona if you're struggling against the Rona, or try to help others out there. You keep waking up. Mm. You keep waking up. And a wise man once said, oh, matter of fact, a wise man once said, wake up. 
Everybody, <laughs> wake up! Mm. Everybody, all the teachers. And if you didn't get that one, you too young. Go ask your folks to learn you something, and then come back on here. But on that note, it's a bonus episode of the Nitty City Podcast with my guy Uncle Lonnie, and we out. The Knitting the City podcast is brought to you by OG Knitting. All views and opinions expressed by the individuals on this program are those and solely those of said individuals and do not necessarily represent the views of Knitting the City or any of its affiliates. The original background music is provided by Lance Chris. Special thanks to all of the financial supporters of the Knitting the City podcast. For more information on how you can support Knitting in the City, send an email correspondence to Knitting the City. That's one word at gmail.com.